Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to Mediums with a Message. I'm Reverend Gail Hicks, your host today. I'm so excited to be back to talk to y'all about more spiritual gifts. But first, I'd like to welcome all our listeners in Haiti that have joined Mediums with a Message. We're so excited that you've come aboard with us to learn about different phases of mediumship, work on your own goals, and just to connect with us. I'm real excited. Thank you for joining us. And to all my listeners, I greatly appreciate you all over the world joining to learn more about mediumship and how to connect with your guides, your teachers, how to connect with your loved ones, and how to really understand things that you receive, whether it's interpreting uh, your dreams or perhaps you uh, meditate and keep getting the same messages over and over. It's how do you discern and how do you interpret what it truly means to you and where is it coming from? So today I wanted to kind of talk a little about predictions. How many of my listeners out there have predictive things for their future? How many of you have had premonitions of things that have come to pass? You know, these are great, viable questions because we're all gifted in different ways. And sometimes you can just have this thought that reoccurs over and over, and it's still a way of your higher self or your guides helping you by letting you know in on that little secret, hey, this is coming to you. I like to tell my um, my uh, clients that come to me that when I'm doing a reading for them, that sometimes my guide, Dr. Bigelow, says, coming to a theater near you. So sometimes your messages are like, uh, you know, a trailer from a movie coming to you to let you know what's coming up for you in the next couple of weeks or maybe a month down the road. So that's something that you should look out for. Now, as I said earlier, I wanted to talk about predictions. Now, many of you know of my gifts. I haven't really discussed on uh, in great length what my all my gifts are. But I will tell you that things that I do dream of do come to pass. And they come for other people, I dream about other people, I dream about myself in situations, but predictions are a little different. Predictions are a lot different, <laughs> I should tell you, and I never thought I would be doing predictions. So this is going to be a throwback for some of you, and for my listeners in other countries, you know, I'm going to be talking about American football and baseball. So many of y'all know that I used to live in New England for about 20 years. And when I lived in New England, of course, I lived in Massachusetts, the home of the Patriots and the Red Sox. And the Patriots are the football team and the Red Sox are a baseball team. Now, being from Atlanta, you know, my teams were the Braves and, and uh, the Falcons. But when I moved there, it's like... You just take up with the team where you live, but you can still have your favorites. And I had the opportunity to do an interview for a newspaper because someone 
had tipped off the newspaper, hey, there's this girl in Fall River, Massachusetts, that's, you know, a psychic medium. Let's get a prediction for the game. And many of you that watch ESPN and stuff like that, all the commentators that were past football pros or with baseball, they would give their predictions and everything. But the newspaper at the Standard Times decided they would call a local yokel, which at the time I was local. I lived there. So I was very honored they came to interview me. And they wanted me to predict the 2004 New England Patriots against the Carolina Panthers. And at the time back then, in 2004, I had a home line. I don't have one anymore, but I had a home phone then. And they had called my home line. And I just remember when I was on the phone with this girl named Sarah, who wanted to come interview me. She asked, we'd like you to do a prediction of the Super Bowl with the Patriots and the Carolina Panthers, and we'd like to come to your house and interview you and bring a photographer and everything, and how would that go with you? And I said, well, um, I've never really done that before. Could you give me just a minute? You know, so I took a pause on the phone, and I asked Dr. Bigelow, my spirit guide, my, my teacher in the world of spirit, should we do this? Isn't this kind of going out on a limb? You know, I just moved here. I mean, I haven't even been here, you know, two and a half years. Do I even want to be doing a prediction? Is that going to affect people coming to me for sessions and healings if, you know, their predictions are not, you know, right on? You know, how's this going to help? And he said to me in my head, he said, no, we're going to do this prediction. It'll be all good. And I go, okay, fine. So I agreed. I told uh, Sarah on the other end of the phone. I said, sure. I would love to let you interview me. So we set up a date and time. And I, as I got off the phone with her, as I hung up the phone and I had closed my eyes for a minute, and it was, a, I saw the number 32. And then I saw a capital N and a capital E next to it. Now, I was born and raised in Atlanta. And when I would fill out my address, I had my address and it had an N-E next to it, which was Northeast Atlanta. That's what that meant to me in my mind's eye. But not a 32 with an N-E. 32 with an E was the score of the New England Patriots. Did I know that at the time? No. But I asked Dr. Bigelow, I said, why are you showing me an, a 32 with an N-E? Is that Northeast Atlanta? He said, no, that's New England's. That's the score of the Super Bowl. Write this down. So I wrote it down. And that's when I hung up the home phone. <laughs> and so I wrote it down. And then he said, I want you to remember that. And I said, well, what is the... Carolina's, uh, uh, what is theirs? And he said, what, you mean the Carolina Panthers? And I said, yeah, what's their score? And then he, you know, kind of showed me, it was either, I couldn't see, it was really cloudy. I kept looking, I closed my eyes, I was squinting, looking through my third eye. I kept asking, I can't really see. And he says, well, you know, look close. And I kept looking, and I, it was either a 28 or a 29. 
So I wrote down 28 slash 29. I wasn't really sure. So then I knew she was coming for this interview, and I said to Dr. Bigelow, now what do we do? He goes, well, we need to meditate on the game. So it was, it was uh, she was coming in a couple of days, and I printed out the roster to the Patriots, and I printed out the roster of the Carolina Panthers. And I was reading through each player, and I wasn't getting familiarized with them. I was just reading the names of them. I started reading their names, and then I started reading Carolina Panthers. And then what I did was I went into my healing room with a legal yellow pad and a pen. And I closed the door, and I burnt some incense, a little candle. I lit a blue candle for the Patriots. And I went into a deep meditation. And in the meditation, I closed my eyes. I was floating out there. And I could sense and see. So when I was meditating... I noticed, you know, the, everybody running on the field and who had the ball and everything. And I looked closely and I asked Dr. Bigelow, I said, well, who won the toss? You know, what about the coin toss? So we went back and he showed me the coin toss. He showed me this and he said this and he said that. And I was jotting things down while I had my eyes closed. And I saw a lot about this player, number 22, which was Corey Dillon, running up and down the field. I jot down that. So each quarter in this prediction time, I was jotting down what I saw. And it was the first quarter, it was the second quarter, it was the third quarter, then it was the fourth quarter. So I wrote everything down, but... Towards the end of the fourth quarter, I saw that, and he was telling me that the game was tied. And I said, tied? And, but I didn't know the score, but the game was tied. But if New England was going to win at 32 and the game was tied and it was going to be broken with, what, a field goal? Um, I wasn't sure, but as the meditation went on, all of a sudden I found myself, and this was the kind of, this prediction thing was kind of like remote viewing. I was like on the field with the team, which was interesting. And I was, there was this white stuff falling around me. I had no earthly idea at the time in the meditation it was snow, but... I was on the 43-yard line. And while I was on the 43-yard line, I was right behind Adam Vinatieri. He was the number four, was on his jersey. And he was the kicker. And I was behind him, and the snow was falling. And all of a sudden, he kicked this... 43 yarder but I was on the 43 yard he was on the 41 yard line so he kicked the ball and it went through the goal and the final score of the game was 32 New England to 29 
Carolina Panthers. Well, that was an exciting moment for me because I, I just, I was really in shock. Not that I had disbelief that Dr. Bigelow or my guides or my gift wasn't going to let me see the future of a Super Bowl game, but the accuracy in which Dr. Bigelow gave the information and allowed me to see prior a week before the game was pretty intense, pretty intense. And then, you know, after this game, you know, the news commentators and stuff from TV uh, news later in the year came up to me for other predictions to uh, interview me and film me and put me on the news besides me being in the paper. So being in the paper is how things branched out into news coverage. So if it wasn't for the Standard Times, you know, it would have never made news coverage when uh, the New England team, as in the Red Sox, started going for the World Series. What was very surprising in the Patriot Carolina game for me, just to let my listeners know, is the game was February 1st, uh, 2004, and my birthday was February 2nd. So I was either going to A, have a great birthday, or B, have a terrible birthday. But um, I was so happy and shocked and thrilled that, uh, of course, they won the Super Bowl, but it also made my birthday fantabulous. So it really ignited something. And the other thing that it did in, that, in predicting is that I realized how strong your spiritual gifts can be. That going and going out on a limb and thinking about it and someone asking, oh, can you predict this and predict that? When you are a medium, when you are a psychic medium, someone who does this for a living, you know, there's people that go out there that predict things, but they're not doing it for a living. It's not, they have other jobs, they have other careers, and they're just giving their Oh, I think so-and-so is going to win. Yeah, I'm blah, blah, blah. But their life's not on the line. Their job isn't on the line if they get the prediction wrong. But for me, as a medium, just have relocated to New England and to not help their home team, their boys, and, and get it wrong, I might as well pack up and move back to Georgia. You know, I just moved up there to do my healing work and everything. And they asked me to do a prediction. And I was like, you know, and then Dr. Bigelow said, yeah, let's do it. The other thing that was wonderful about the predictions was, this was the first of many predictions, but that the newspaper was great. They actually quoted Dr. Bigelow in the newspaper. They said that she talks to her spirit guide, Dr. Bigelow, 
who told her this, this, and this. So I was very thankful for that, that he got acknowledgement and that everything wasn't solely on me. It was, I was actually communicating with a higher power to get the prediction or to see the prediction. And, you know, that might not come to many of you or my listeners that, you know, maybe you're not in connection with your guide, you know, like one-on-one like I am, or maybe you're learning about your guides, but it doesn't mean you can't predict things on your own by getting information from your higher self or in a meditation. Not that you have to have someone to tell you, you might just get a sense of something. So always go with your gut. But I was very thankful that the newspaper acknowledged my guide, Dr. Bigelow. So that was a plus, you know, like moving things forward, you know, because this was 2004. So this is 19 years ago when people were still very skeptical about mediums, you know, predicting things or mediums talking to the other side. It wasn't, you know, 20 years ago, people still were questioning, how are you talking to people who are deceased? You know, it's not like it is now. It's like it's come out of the woodwork or people are more open and receptive to it. So it doesn't matter what phase your mediumship is. You're always going to have somebody have some kind of disagreement with your accuracy or your gift or, and you have to understand it's not that they don't believe they're, they don't have enough information. They don't have enough education on what they're trying to understand. That's why it's very important to learn about your gifts, learn about different phases of mediumship, learn what supports what you do, not just who and other people or other famous psychic mediums in history, like Andrew Jackson Davis or Dee Dee Holmes or some very renowned mediums back in the day before we had cell phones, before we had phones. I mean, very uh, authoritative people who lived and breathed it and were humbled by their gifts and did it to help other people, not just for fortune or fame or notoriety or celebrity or whatever. But just think of that, that those who had those gifts, the, the things that they sacrificed to demonstrate different phases of mediumship. There's some that did predict things, which you, but also mediums like Edgar Casey would go into trance and can predict and see people's illnesses and how they could help themselves and how to heal themselves. So there's different ways of predicting things or helping people. But mine went from healing and doing readings and meditation classes up in New England to, hey, can you predict this football game? So to let my listeners know what happened after the prediction of the game, I had a great birthday, (laughs) and it was snowing. We had a lot of snow, but the next day, the newspaper called me again on my birthday because Hank 
was so enthralled over my accuracy, he wanted to write a follow-up story on me on I Guess She Saw This Coming. And the first story that was written by Sarah was A Patriot's Victories in the Cards. Now, for any of my listeners that if you want to go and see this, um, it's on my website. You can go to uh, gailhicks.com or revgailhicks.com and go under media and you can read the newspaper articles and you can see the uh, videos from the different, uh, you know, newscast about their interview and the predictions. So that's all on the website. But what happened the day after is I went back down to the Standard Times and Hank interviewed me asking me questions of, you know, how do you even see this and all that, which was interesting because it was my first time ever doing it. So I was kind of a newbie at it. And I told him that you have to take very deep breaths. You have to really look and keep asking a couple of times, is that what I'm seeing? Is this correct? Is this what I'm supposed to say? And then, of course, I had Dr. Bigelow helping me. And then Dr. Bigelow would help me. And so I would talk about him. And then he asked me to, what it was like to be born like this. And I grew up like this. And did I love my work? And it was really wonderful. He actually wanted to know about me as a person and how I was gifted. And not just, you know, what do you think about this, this, and this? So he was, it was a very personal interview. It wasn't about the game because the game was over. They'd already won the Super Bowl. And that was wonderful. So I thought, well, hey, I've got one prediction done. I'm good to go. Well, how did my, my week end up after that? It was totally different. Um, I had things going on where people were coming out of the woodwork and they were wanting to know and get readings with me. So like the average person that would come for a reading, more people were signing up for readings and healings, but men who never believed in a medium, and many of the people up in my area were Catholic and everything, and they had their faith, but they thought because I helped their football team that I could help them in their business, or I could help them with their home or their lives. So then they came and called me and wanted to get a reading or healing and help with their lives. So those things were happening and it was eye-opening for me. Working with doing predictions and that revelation that was such an eye-opening thing for me with Dr. Bigelow was the clarity and the visions that I saw when just focusing on the rosters of the two teams. And, you know, many of you might question like, well, how did she get all this information or how did she do this? And, you know, I, I like to hold things, type of psychometry, you know, holding like someone's shirt or their pen or their jewelry and picking up the energy. So by holding the roster with the names on it and meditating on the names and reading the names over and over, that really helped me connect with the team and the players. That helped me connect with the opposing team. 
So when I went into the meditation, I had a feel for the team already. And I just had to watch the game in my mind's eye. So when I say that my meditation was like remote viewing, it was like remote viewing. It was like I was seeing a preview of the Super Bowl before the actual game ever played. So to me, that's remote viewing, but it's still doing a prediction, you know, like even I'm in a quandary over different phases of mediumship. But I think the reason for the overall of them, the newspaper, the Standard Times calling me about, hey, it'd be fun to have this in the newspaper. Yeah, it might be fun for them, but when it's your job and your life and your career and you're concerned about, you know, you want people to want you for your abilities, not for just one prediction, you know. So I went with exactly what spirit said. I was spirit led again. I let spirit do the leading. I went and did that. And I was so surprised and shocked and I was living on this Super Bowl high for weeks to come but from that I reached a lot of people by being in the newspaper for that prediction and it touched lots of New Englanders and people not even living in New England with you know, this person is very gifted or wow, how did they do it? Is And, you know, we all have our favorite songs on the radio that sometimes were called one hit wonders. So people are starting to ask me, so do you think this is your one hit wonder prediction? And I said, I really don't know, but I'm not going to start doing baseball and soccer and hockey. <laughs> if that's what you're asking and um or basketball but you know i just always did what my guides told me to do is you give what you get and i think it's real important for the listeners to know that you know honesty and truthfulness is part of your journey it's part of your mediumship and your gifts and sharing that aspect of the spirituality of yourself so just know that you know, uh, predicting is not a direct science. Predicting is not something you just can't go, oh, I'm going to predict this tonight. I took time with it. I had a week to prepare for the interview. And um, I only had to wait a couple of days for the game. And then it was all over. So it wasn't like my other predictions I ended up doing later on. But for the New England Patriots of the Carolina Panthers, I did state certain things that happened during the game. And I kept stating about Corey Dedalin, that it was Corey was going to be running up and down the field. Well, he ran more yardage in that game and, you know, he broke a record. And then they also asked me in the interview, who's the MVP? And I didn't know that it stand or it stood for most valuable player because I wasn't, you know, I was into healing and ministry. I wasn't into sports. So 
all the male listeners out there, you know, forgive me, but I'm, I'm now up to par on sports and what an MVP is. But I did say Tom Brady, which Tom Brady was the MVP that year. So as for the predictions and my excitement and Dr. Bigelow helping me, it was all in all a wonderful, wonderful thing to experience as a certified medium, as a healer, as a minister, and how I reached people because everybody started coming for more sessions. I was booked and I was helping people. I was healing and it was wonderful, all because the Standard Times asked me if I'd do an article on the prediction of the 2004 Super Bowl with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. So my Super Bowl prediction changed my life in New England because then they started calling me the Super Bowl psychic. <laughs> and... uh that is part of my history of my gifts that I wanted to share with y'all today. Just a little excerpt on it. And, of course, I have other predictions to share on the show. But I just wanted to share the New England Patriots and some of the, the uh, recordings from the newscasting that I would like to put at the end of the segment, and I'm going to play it for you now. Curse following today's win in Anaheim, but will Boston and its oh, well, then maybe that's not all of it. So, <laughs> actually, I wanted to cue it up to the fun part, but anyway, here I am, like, not ready to cue it to the part that y'all wanted to hear, which was the winning score. Okay, bear with me two seconds. Okay, here it is now. I'm so sorry. Here it is. Consider this game. Gail not only predicted last year's Patriots Super Bowl win, she also foresaw the final score within one point. That was, uh, I'm still not over that one. As for the Sox, she'd like to help boost their home field advantage. I would love the opportunity to uh, heal Fenway. And she says... So this interview came after, of course, I did the Super Bowl because they pulled that up because I was predicting, of course, the Red Sox. But that will be our next uh, little podcast telling you about that because that was more difficult than just picking, going between two teams. So this is our episode for today. And, you know, work on your mediumship. Allow yourself to receive messages and if you do some predicting for yourself that is awesome and I just wanted you know all of y'all to know that you know your guides and your gifts are one and the same and just know that you are the master of your own ship and whether you perceive things or have premonitions or you have dreams of things that happen and come to pass, just know that you're working on your journey, you're working on your gifts, and everything can fall into divine order. So have a wonderful week, and thank you for joining us here at Mediums with a Message. If you'd like to reach out to me, 
you can go to mediums with a message at gmail and if you'd like to reach out on the Facebook page go to mediums with a message on Facebook and I will try to post um, my uh, interviews on the Facebook page for you to view it there if you don't want to go to my website at gailhicks.com and then scroll to the area where it says media to get that information. So thank you again for joining and keep your ears attuned to new podcasts for next week. And I greatly appreciate all my listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, this is Reverend Gail Hicks from Mediums with a Message. I just wanted to thank you all for coming and listening here on Spotify. And I really enjoy doing this podcast for everyone. And I'm learning a lot as I'm developing these podcasts for you and to share. So I would greatly appreciate if my listeners could tune in to Spotify and to answer the polls and the Q&As so I get a good feedback on you. Thanks for joining and look forward to the next episode.